Hi guys, this is Janelle. Um, I just want to give everyone a heads up who might be listening. There's some content in my poems that may be hard to hear. I talk about a lot of things to do with mental health and surviving abuse. And more so than that, I talk about hope. If you find it hard to hear this content, please reach out to your friends, your family. The crisis text line is available 24 hours a day and you can reach them by texting 741741. Thanks, guys. All right, this is a Halloran Poets podcast, a podcast where we delve into the stories behind the poems on spoken word artist albums. I'm your host, Josh Mozug. I'm here with Janelle Marie, and we're looking at her album, The Valley Is Not Your Home. There are 24 tracks on the album. We're focusing on 10 in particular, and today we're looking at the poem, The Last Word. Um, and, uh, Janelle, what do you want to tell us about this? And, um, I understand that there's an essay that accompanies this poem from your book. So if you want to kind of tie that together. The the poem itself is about, um, a suicide note. I wrote my first suicide note when I was 11 years old. Wow. Struggled with suicidal ideation for a really long time. And so I've, I've written, I hate to say that I've written a lot of those and I've just, but I'm, you know, it, it brings me, um, joy to say that I've thrown them all out. And um, yeah. I've torn them all up. And um, so this poem is obviously um, really intense to share. And I think it goes back to where, like I said, as a child, like I practiced sharing my deepest, darkest secrets out loud, even if it was just with myself. And so I think it's really powerful that now as an adult, especially, like I said, as somebody who struggles so deeply with shame and social anxiety specifically, um, that there's really nothing that I've never said out loud. There's really nothing that I've never told another person. There's nothing so deep and dark that I haven't shared it even out loud with just myself and God. And that really makes it um, possible for me to to publish these poems that are like raw. And to say that, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised I've even shared some of these poems, like I said, in a crowd of strangers, like blows my mind for them to be, yeah, like my such like personal and and all my poems are really personal too like I said I'm really just transcribing like my like personal like diary entries and um so for it to be this like personal like true story um and for me to be unashamed to share it out loud I feel like has encouraged people and I think that um God has been so good to me with that where there's been so many times where it's just like Oof, maybe I shouldn't, maybe this is too much. Maybe this is too raw. Maybe this is inappropriate. Maybe this is just like too emotional or, or whatever. I've doubted myself or I thought that like, you know, am I about to just like share this really intense thing and it's not going to matter to anybody. And then it's kind of like, man, why am I putting myself out here for nothing? But God has been so good to me where, oh, like I am working so hard on doing what he tells me to do and letting that be enough. Like just that I was obedient and I did what he asked me to do and that like I don't need to know like what he did with that or how he someone like oh but I struggled with that so bad because you know it's still very hard for me to share these poems and to um, perform them more than anything and so um, God has been so gracious to me about that and people have come up to me after this poem and other ones and been like I really needed to hear that like thank you so much for sharing that and there's been times where I almost didn't share a certain poem and I did and like I said, God has been so good to me to like have people come up and and really share their hearts with me as well and kind of like meet me in that honesty and like mirror that. And um, 
So I always think of that whenever I see this poem, I think of, I can, you know, I remember all those people um, who have, like I said, like really met me in that and, and shared their honesty as well. Um, like you said, there's an essay that the essays in the, in the book, there's five in the book all together. And they're about various topics about mental health. And, um, but this one specifically goes exactly with the poem. And whenever I share the poem at those, I read the essay as well. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read it for you guys. It says, I'm honest about the times I've been suicidal because depression is a liar. It tells me I will always feel that way. It tells me and so many of my loved ones that we are alone in this feeling. Life proves to me again and again that that is not true. I write a lot of poems about mental illness because they're about hope more than anything. I write poetry because depression is a liar and I want to speak the truth. I am surrounded by love and support, but this illness makes me forget that I am cherished that there are people whose hearts would ache in my absence, that they would mourn for all that I have brought to their lives. I forget about the pain it would cause my loved ones to only use past tense when speaking of me. I forget that I deserve space in this world, that I have value that cannot be replaced, that if I left early, the place I hold now would stay empty. It would forever echo my name. It would be branded with Janelle should be here. There are people who still need her. She had so much left to say. Depression lies to my friends and to my family and to the cashier at CVS and the famous Broadway actor and the retired astronaut and inmates and maybe to the woman who let me know 20 bucks fell out of my pocket in the Walmart parking lot yesterday and kids. It lies to kids. I tell the truth for them. I write to remind myself that at some point I knew the truth well enough to write these poems for later. For when the truth is not so clear, I write in hopes it would reach someone being lied to. Honesty can be terrifying. Stigma and shame are so deeply ingrained in us. I'm not always hopeful. I don't always know how to talk about this stuff. It's scary and messy. I get emotional. I'm an ugly crier, but I speak up anyway. I wrote a book of poems just like this one anyway. I'm sharing this poem because I've learned that there's something really powerful about brazenly acknowledging our pain enough to tell each other that there's a time when we had reached the end of the line only to have turned around and run the other way. Stay, share your story, listen to someone else's. We have so much left to say. As far as this poem in particular, um, what can you tell us about this one? It's 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 shorter than many of the others, but I think it's, yeah, it's still very powerful and packs a punch. I wrote this poem um, in the end of it. So, yeah, it's very short. And in it, I talk about how I was trying to write a suicide note and that it just hurt too much to think about summarizing my story with an I'm sorry. Yeah. And it hurts much to think that like, yeah, I would have nothing left to say, but like an apology. Um, I instead, like while I was writing this, I really, I mean, it just really hit me like that where I was just like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want that. And I stopped what I was doing. And instead I, um, I texted my mom back and I um, I signed the perfect birthday card for my best friend and I wrote this poem. Um, and so the poem is really short, but it's just to the point of where I was just like, man, like this is this is heartbreaking to have all these things like the same in the in the essay. Like I had so much left to say and I thought about how like like um, that like I said that like that I'm valuable and that I'm you know I'm special to the people in my life. And that I can't imagine all the things that I have and would do and that they would just be cut off. And like I said, summarized in this tragic way. Mm -hmm. 
and my story would be cut short by that. And that I thought that, you know, I had better things to write about. Um, and I, and I chose to do that instead. And I find that that's a really important thing in self care is just that when I find myself doing really harmful things is to replace that with something, um, good. And, um, so I replaced where I was, I was physically writing this like awful thing and I replaced it with writing, um, things to the people that I loved and that keep me here. And I wrote about this poem instead, which I was, you know, when I wrote it, I did write it with, um, the intention of just writing it for myself. Um, I picture it being in a book. I just wrote it. Um, and I think that, uh, this was probably one of the first poems I decided to put in the book though, even though I didn't write it with that intention, I wrote it very much in this emotional place just for me. Um, and I wrote it, like I said, as a coping mechanism. Um, but, uh, it was one of the first poems where I was just like, man, like if I'm going to be honest, like I should be like all the way honest and I should put this in here. And, um, I talk a lot about how, like, um, it's important to not talk about depression and mental illness and like the suicidal ideation in a before and after as if like things are fixed and you never struggle with that again. And so, you know, I talk about it in the, in the book and I, um, I talk about it a lot in past tense, but I thought it was important to to talk about it where I'm just like, this is still a thing that yeah. I, still a thing I struggle with. But like I said, the whole thing in the book is like, I still have joy. I still have hope. I still have faith. Um, yeah. And a, a real quick, um, the writing lesson plan, is that like related oh, yeah. to teaching? Yeah, I, at the time I was working um, as a teacher at a daycare. Okay. And, um, those kids were so uh, special to me. And there were so many times where I was just like really struggling. And when I came to work and saw them and when I, I knew that I had these kids to care for and I knew that those kids would ask where I was if I didn't come and they would miss me and they would, you know, look for me, um, that really that really kept me going. And so, um, yeah, in the poem, I, I mentioned that, like, um, that day I had stopped writing this note. Um, I had written this lesson plan about something silly, like the ocean, like, I don't know what it was, but I just remember being like, I'm so happy that like next week I'm going to be there with those kids and we're going to learn about the ocean. (laughs) And I was so that like, yeah, that that's what I was going to be doing instead of, like I said, like, it's really, obviously it's intense and it's morbid, but it was important for me to think about, like, I can't imagine those babies, like looking for me and asking for me, you know, mm-hmm. and then me not being there. And I was just like, I'd, I'm, I'm thankful to, to, yeah, to have this lesson plan instead. Have yeah. these plans instead. Yeah. And, and like the simplicity of that, like, just like, I mean, the simplicity in the poem, I mm-hmm. finished my lesson plan. I text my mom back. I signed the perfect birthday card, like for my best friend. It just like, that's very short, but it's like in that you see, oh, there are kids that care about you. Mm-hmm. There's a relationship with your mom and you have a friend that you're excited to, I don't know, celebrate the birthday. Like, you mm-hmm. know, um, that, uh, th- yeah, those are joyful things, you know, um, yeah. in the midst. Yeah. And, and at the same time, just like that, having those things does not take away the sadness mm-hmm. and the depression, you know? Um, yeah. It's not that you had you had nothing to live for. It's that you were in you know in that valley, so to speak. Yeah, um, and I think it's important that like um, for anybody struggling with that, it's important to make plans. That's like obviously um, that's a common thing that people talk about when um, you're looking for signs of someone struggling with um, suicide and uh, that they stop making plans and yeah. that they see a future for themselves. And so it was like important for me to like um, like I said see myself 
like a week later doing that lesson plan with those kids and to envision myself giving that card to my friend on their birthday, you know, a month later, like to, to continue, like, you know, for it to have been minutes before I thought it was going to be, everything was going to be done. And then it's just like, so quickly things can change and you like open that door of just like possibilities for yourself that you're going to still be here and that you're going to still have these things. Um, I think is really important and uh, powerful to share. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. Um, So that was the poem, the last word we're ending this episode with the poem. Um, If you want to check out Janelle's album and other things she's up to Janelle Marie, that's double L double E dot bandcamp.com. And we will be back next time with the poem Grieving by Numbers. I write, I write, I write. I revise the notes so many times because it had to be just right. It's rare that I'm left at such a loss for words, but I can't think of the right way to say this. I can't bear to have my last words be, I'm sorry. I can't bear to have my story summarized with an apology, a tragic ending in my own handwriting. I have so much left to say. There's no good in this goodbye, so I finished my lesson plan. I text my mom back. I signed the perfect birthday card for my best friend. I write this poem instead.